this week's episode, we talk about the future plans for Sega's Sonic Frontiers. We get a new look at next year's Super Mario movie in a special Nintendo Direct. Plus, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet has hit a sales milestone only three days after launch. My name is Barry. And I'm Anthony. And this is episode 76 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast, the podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. So, first up, did you actually manage to play anything this week? I know last week you said, unfortunately, your daughter was ill, so it didn't get any time to yourself. I have managed to play a bit. I've managed to jump onto Sonic. So I've completed the second island, and I'm now on the third island, and I've started uncovering the map, but I think, is this the smaller island of the ones when you mentioned it before? No, it's the fourth island. All right. That's the one where doing the bare minimum will get you 100% completion. All right. Yeah, I've not done that much, and it seems to have uncovered quite a bit. But again, I'm still really enjoying it. It's still a fantastic game. And yeah, that's all I've managed to really play this week. Not much at all. I've still been going through EDF 2025. We played that the weekend. (laughs) I was going to say we had a couple of games on that. Yes. I've been playing that multiplayer with Elliot, and he's been on pick up all the box duties. So as I'm running around just blowing everything up, I'm like, yeah, you, you go get all the red and the green boxes for me. To me, I stay away from the monsters. You just you just clear the boxes. When we jumped back on that game, it took me a few minutes to sort of get used to the way you have to move and flow, especially for the fencer, because it's very slow, but you can move fast depending on the weapons you've got. Some of the equipment you take, not because you actually want to use it, you just want the secondary function to be able to dash. You're running around, I'm flying around the map, dashing around, and it's it's a great way to do it. Yeah, I'm just rolling around. (laughs) You're rolling around, and I'm just like bolted across the map. And so it took me a few minutes to get used to it. Finally got into the groove. I got into, uh, you know, actually had to do something. But that's a great game. I I think I'll always enjoy that game. How's your uh, percentage going towards completion of that, can I ask? Um, I'm still about 20%, I think. It's going to take a while. It's a nightmare, especially online. Because if you want to play with any difficulty with any weapon, you need to have like completion of 80%. Yes. Otherwise, so you're limited in what you hindered. can take. But I just dip in there and do like one or two stages every now and again. I can't do the last stage, though, on the harder difficulty. It's just an, I just get wiped out. I end up hiding under a bridge. And a second I pop my head out of that air, I just get like vaporized. Is, is there anything else you've been playing or have we been a bit light playing this week, I guess? No, that's all I've been playing. Um, Animal Crossing. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a... As always. Do you know what? Saying that, I've actually been playing um, Lego Marvel uh, games with my sons. So I got the pack during Black Friday. And when it came with all three games, I think it was like a good nearly 80% off. And I've been playing with the Salmon Ash, and they're really enjoying that. Well, speaking of Black Friday, did you pick up anything else over Black Friday and Cyber Monday? I picked up a lot. Anything from our episode last week, the festive buyer's guide? Because I'd only recently just got the controls, didn't need any more controllers. And I went through, and <laughs> for me, there wasn't really much. Um, so, sadly not. I told you, sorry, <coughs> no, I got an 8-bit dough adapter, a new one, because unfortunately, now I've updated my controllers, they won't work with the um what i've got so i've had to order a new one so you got the second generation of it yeah yes that was something that was on our buyer's guide 
Cool. And what about you? Anything else you bought? Have you succumbed to the Black Friday? <laughs> well, as mentioned, I did pick up my Sega Mega Drive controller. Yes. So now I've got two controllers for me Sega Mega Drive Mini. And again, that was another item that we mentioned last episode. Yes, you did. On top of that, let me think. What else have I bought? Oh, um, it's not come yet, but I have bought Atari 50. The 50th anniversary collection. Oh, yeah. Talked about so well. you bought that physical then? Yeah, bought that on the Switch. I was going to get on the Xbox for achievements, and I thought, mm, I think it's the kind of game I'd like to carry around on the Switch. And it's an easy one. I think it will play well on the Switch as well. So definitely want to pick up physical. Um, other than that, I bought your little Prezi. <gasps> what is it? <laughs> what, what do you mean, what is it? You told me what to get. <laughs> All right, come on. Could have been like, I'm not telling you. Although you've got to act surprised when I give you it. Of course. I'm really excited for this one. I'm stockpiling double A batteries apart from that. No, that's all I got. I'll get ready towards Christmas. Tell you what, yeah. I am kicking myself though, because kind of all throughout it, I'm like, oh, I fancy a sound bar. But I was putting off, putting off, putting off. And I missed all the deals and I was going to buy one. I was like, darn it. So I now have to wait until uh, Boxing Day sales. So Boxing nah, Day. You'll, you'll get something. Uh, so I plan to. I'll be honest, I don't think there was actually all that much in the way of like great offers. No, I wouldn't say so. Now, before we continue with the news, should we do our Patreon shoutouts? Yes, as always. Uh, we cannot forget to give a nice little mention to Bobby Socks and Short Gizmo. As we say every week, and we continue to do so, the support is greatly appreciated. Now, first up, should we get some of the quick news out of the way? Yeah. So, Sony have announced that they will be attending CES 2023 in January. Now, maybe wrong. Please correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a while since Sony has been at Expo sort of thing like this. They were at CES about, I think it would have been about three years ago. Because they did announce the PlayStation 5. Yes. But it was literally just the PS5 logo. Okay. Which was identical to the PS4 logo, just with five instead of four. That was it. So, given that, do you reckon that this might be their um, launch for the revised version of the PS5? Maybe. Well, that's what a lot of people are talking about, especially considering we've already had three major revisions of the PlayStation Five, and it's so, been leaked and spoken about the disc. Yeah, all these all these changes are internal, and with each revision they're getting smaller in size and more energy efficient so it's obvious there is going to be a playstation 5 slim at some point seeing the slim is gonna be weird because you're used to seeing this big fat chunky thing from playstation it's gonna go from this big massive oversized router to what <laughs> i'd be surprised how small well, it goes do you remember the playstation 2 that went from this massive oh, yeah, monolithic sort of console to this little flat plastic cheap DVD player looking thing. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Microsoft to release their Xbox Series X distal version. Yeah, you just want it as a GameCube sort of size, don't you? That's all I want. I just want a nice little GameCube size Xbox. Honestly, that'd be boss. Well, on the tweet that they put out, they did say Sony Honda Mobility will join them on stage. So I have a feeling it's just going to be a car that has a PS5 inside it or something like that. <laughs> or is Honda 
helping them go towards the handheld route again. No, it'll be um, a little robot, <laughs> little Asimo robot that walks around and it has a PlayStation 5 built into it or something. <laughs> PlayStation 5 on the move. Yeah, you got to catch him before he falls down the stairs. The fact that it's Honda Mobility Gentleman Stage is kind of like, what could yeah. they bring in with them? It's where you can buy like a Honda car and it's just a massive OLED inside and you just play Gran Turismo in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a Honda that looks like a PS5. But there have been rumours that Sony are looking at putting PS5s as in-car entertainment in some cars. No offence. Having a console car isn't a bad idea at all. I think I quite like that. Yeah, but it. when it's something like that, imagine the, imagine leaving that overnight. I know. Yeah, but it'll be built into the car, so surely... Yeah, but it's bad enough when you leave the light on overnight in your car and you're back <laughs> That's true, just... the next day. Imagine leaving the PlayStation 5 on. No, when you turn the car off, it'll yeah. turn the uh, PlayStation off. And and just wait as soon as people know, whoa, that's a, that's a Honda, it's got a PS5 built into that. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, I don't know, it's rip apart. Yeah, I couldn't imagine they're going to last long. I know, I guess we'll wait to see. So, have we got a date for this, sorry? January the 4th for this particular thing, and CES is at the start of January. Okay. Well, I'll be watching at some point. I reckon this might be on for us in the middle of the night, so it might be the next day I'll watch it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It'll it'll be first thing in the morning. And don't forget, as well, speaking of first thing in the morning, we have also got the Game Awards coming up next week. Yes, next Friday, the 9th. Uh, it is at 2 a.m., for us over in England. So if you're in Greenwich Mean Time, 2 a.m., unless you're a night owl and really want to step and watch it, it'll be, again, a morning thing when you wake up. Yeah, and if there's anything of note, I'm sure we'll mention it in the podcast as well. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely will. Now, you found something very interesting, shall I say? Interesting is a nice way of putting it. I would say completely useless. <laughs> I know, I was trying to be nice, but yeah, honestly, what's the point of this? So, Microsoft are selling a new set of Xbox hoodies. Nice, nice. For your controller. Not nice. What's the point of this? I don't know. Maybe you just want to keep your controller nice and warm during the winter. Now, if it was kind of like a hoodie hand warmer so you could actually put your hands and play with the hoodie around your hands just oh, keep it keep it warm not too bad no it's honestly you put the grips in the sleeves zip it up put a hood over it and there it is just all snug yeah and the hood seems a bit uh pointless at the top it's not as if you could fit like your headset in it <laughs> no. i saw these and i was like what why well, let's face it microsoft aren't Unknown for bringing some weird stuff to market. We've had everything from Xbox branded beanies to Xbox yeah. branded, what are they call those snuggies or whatever they are, the big blanket hoodie things. Oh, yeah. All the way up to a whole range of fridges at this point. They've what, brought out three different fridges. Uh, yeah, Basse. The most notable is the mini fridge, in my opinion. Yeah, and well, they've done two versions of the mini fridge. Oh, that's a good point. However, they have thought. I know. Let's bring out a $25 hoodie for your controller. In all fairness, this might be a way to keep your controller warm so you come to use it if it's nice and warm. Not like it ever feels cold, but... 
I don't know. I don't get the point of this at all. It's such a no, useless. Neither do, neither do I. It's it's an obviously a novelty item. Do you know what? If you really want to, I'm sure this is fit in a small animal. So stuff put it in your controller. I'm... So what small animal has a got dog or a cat? Like a tr- what? Like a tripod or something? What? Well, no, no, no. The uh, look, no, look, waist, how, look how arms, small head. the waist area is. The actual sleeves might look be wider than the Look waist. at two hours. Someone that would fit in it. <laughs> I'm pretty certain that classes as animal cruelty. Just like your dog at all does, but people already do it. No, I can't see a, a genuine reason why anyone would want one of these. No. And the thing is, though, they're like a novelty item. You think, oh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll get it as a joke gift. And Unfortunately, they're not even going to be out for Christmas. These are pre-orders for... Dispatch in February. Oh, so why are they announced now in February? I must admit, I don't even know if they've only just announced this. I just spotted it on the Microsoft website before when I was looking at the jumpers. Oh, honestly, I don't get it. But there is actually a sweater you could buy, believe it or not. Xbox have decided to release a festive Xbox Game Pass sweater ready for Christmas. Yeah, but I ain't paying $75 for a jumper. $75 is a uh, hefty. I don't think it even looks that good, to be honest. So this jumper, it's basically a snowman, except his head is replaced by an Xbox jewel. Yeah. Big green circle. But it says Xbox Game Pass. So it just says Game Pass, not an Xbox on it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a Game Pass branded one, not an yeah. Xbox. No, it's a that's, Game Pass that's branded. That's more niche. Exactly. So if you don't have Game Pass, oh, don't get it. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Game Pass, go on. For Christmas, we bought Elliot Hot Wheels Unleashed. Oh, yeah. It's coming to Game Pass on the 15th. Oh, is it? Of course it is. I bought it, didn't I? Of course it's coming to Game Pass. Oh, do you know what? After you spoke about it the other day, I thought, do you know what? I actually quite fancy this. Well, I'm glad I didn't purchase it then. Anyone interested in Hot Wheels Unleashed? There's quite a few games coming in December, but 15th of December, Hot Wheels Unleashed is coming. But as a. We always joke about this. Always happens to Barry. He always orders. No, it does. It always happens. I only bought this like a week ago. I think it only arrived this week. That's mean you always order or buy a game, and it always comes to the game pass. It's kind of like if if Barry's buying a game, it's like ninety nine percent certain it's going to come to Game Pass if it's on the Xbox. Yeah, within like a couple of weeks, <laughs> just to spite him. So this sweater, just quickly, does set you back. Like Barry's, did you say seventy five dollars? <laughs> $75 for a Christmas jumper. Yeah, which isn't that great looking at all. Um, however, yeah, however, yeah. Microsoft has promised that this sweater has a soft feel and is not itchy. So if you don't want an itchy See, sweater... what's the point of wearing a really bad looking Christmas jumper if it's also not going to bring you out in a rash? <laughs> what's, the point? what's the point? What's the point? Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of like. No, in all fairness, in all fairness, if you're doing a bad Christmas jumper competition, you, you got a good chance of winning it with this. Look at Xbox going, nerd. Honestly, people at work sometimes don't get this. Yeah, but as always, if anyone wants to have a look at these, we'll have them in the show notes, both this and the Xbox controller hoodie. Yes, and if you fancy getting it, what is wrong with you? All right, come on. You can't help yourself every single week. This is always something that rolls around. <laughs> it quite literally rolls around yeah. at the speed of sound. So 
Sonic Frontiers is actually getting an update, which for Series S users is quite a good update because it adds a new performance mode that lets it run at a higher frame rate. I see it's been pretty good, but I didn't realize there was that was missing. I didn't realize that was a feature that we didn't get. Yeah, it was. Well, if you played it on the Xbox Series X, you yes. could choose between higher quality graphics or a higher frame rate. However, on the Xbox Series S, that option was just missing. You just had this one option. 1080p, 30 frames per second. So the new update, it fixes a couple of other issues. Yep. But the main one for Xbox Series S users is it allows you to now run the game in a higher frame rate. I've got a question. Have they yep. fixed the popping? Nope. <laughs> That ain't going to get fixed, unfortunately. Again, I was playing the other day, and I was sprinting around, going through all these different dashes and that, and then all of a sudden, as I'm sprinting forwards, a box pops in front of me, just stops me dead. I was like, fancy. No, unfortunately, I don't think that'll ever get fixed. Oh, darn it. It's still a fantastic game, though. But not only that, though, have they announced a roadmap as well? They have. You're getting ahead of us. Oh, sorry. the next piece of news. Okay, roll back. So... Sega have announced the Sonic Frontiers 2023 content roadmap, which is showing what updates will be coming to the title over the next year. Yes, yes, yes. Now, the first update, it's, it seems more quality of life improvements. So the first one is a jukebox. I don't know if this is going to be an item in the overworld that you can go and interact with or just something in the menu where maybe it's like a sound select. But let's face it, everyone wants this. This is this game has got absolutely amazing music. A little bit emo, but really good. Oh, yeah, definitely. It really gets you into it when it comes to the fights. It gets you pumped up and that's you want a Sonic game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm, I felt like I could go out and fight anyone after listening to that boss music. Oh, honestly, it really, really gets me in the mood. When that music starts coming, you're like, yeah, it's time to go kick some ass. <laughs> Uh, I'm really glad as well, just going off topic slightly, I'm really glad that I experienced that completely fresh, that I didn't know that the yes. first boss you fight, you go to fight it in that way, and that music kicks in, and I was like, wow. My my only regret is that I can't re-experience that again. Or oh, well, you can't come to the water and off like, oh, my days. Yeah, what yeah. If, I, I need so one cool. of those little um, men in black, or is it like the... Neuralizer oh, yeah, the, or something. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so I can wipe my brain from like the last month so I can re-experience the bosses again on Sonic Frontiers. Well, as well as the jukebox, they are also introducing a photo mode. Just what we needed. <laughs> yeah, as you like going along at like hundreds of miles an hour and then oh, suddenly go, oh, I know, I'll take a picture. Yeah, that's true. I was about to say, kind of like, you know, just taking a photo on the Xbox, but doesn't do the same because in photo mode you better pause it move it take the photo you want and crack yeah. on now no, well that's if the game does pause some games do some games don't what do you mean some games pause this game pauses no some no you you take photo photo? Mode? not not every game that has photo mode the game pauses yeah it's true gta 5 for example doesn't pause surely this must do i'll be surprised if it didn't pause We've got some new challenge modes coming in as well. Now, I'm guessing the new challenge modes will be maybe different cyberspaces or different challenges? Possibly. The image they show for this slide actually has a couple of little slivers of cyberspace stages, but I did yeah. notice it's also 
got supersonic as well. Yes, I saw that too. So I don't know if they'll all be cyberspace challenges or they might be distributed between there and the actual overworld. Perhaps one of the challenges might actually be a boss rush where you have to see how fast you can defeat all the bosses or something similar. Do you know what? That would actually be really cool if they did add that in. Alongside that, maybe something like just a general arena fighter where enemies spawn in, you have to take them out as quick as possible and beat the time or something like that. I think those sort of challenges would be pretty fun as well. Yeah, like an arena, because the diversity in all the different bosses, that'd yeah. be a good one where you've got to remember all different tactics, use different skills. Maybe you only get a set number of rings and you can't replenish them or could only replenish them every like fifth enemy or something. Well, I wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I wouldn't do well if that was the case. It's Sonic. As long as you've got one ring, you're safe. <laughs> Unless you're supersonic, in which case you're about to die. That's true. The amount of tiles have been knocked out with one ring. Pick up the one ring. Keep going. Hit, hit, pick up the one ring again. I'm like, I ain't going down without a fight. Yeah, anyone who's done that silver battle in Sonic 06 will remember how <laughs> that's not always a good thing, though. So moving on to update two. First of all, we've got one that's just titled Sonic's Birthday. I'm guessing that'll come out at Sonic's birthday. Yeah, so I assume it's going to come around June the 23rd for his birthday. Maybe it's just they put up some party banners because you can see a little bit of bunting in the picture on the background. Maybe it's just more of a cosmetic thing. I don't know. There's not really much information about it. Do you reckon... So just just before we move on, just seeing this roadmap, do you reckon they will be sort of looking at using this game as a base platform to expand on quite a lot over the next few years? No, I don't think this will become a like a live service. Is that what you mean? Yeah, kind of that. No, I don't think so. Okay, that's fine. I was just wondering, just because of how this roadmap's looking. They've quite regularly introduced new content into games, and if you yes. look at a lot of this, a lot of the content's very minor in the greater scheme of things. It's perhaps some stuff that you would kind of think should have been in the base game to begin with, like jukebox. Yeah, no, I get it. However, more content, I'm not really going to complain. No, not at all. Um, especially with <coughs> the open zone challenges coming in. So, again, yeah. more challenges. I'm guessing it's going to be in the free world where there would just be different things you can jump in and do, I guess. It's kind of not much to go on, but kind of gives you the idea of you will run around, have a challenge you have to do and complete whilst you go around the free world maps. Yeah, it's like Challenge Annika, but at like 600 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and the the last bit for update two new cocos no idea i don't need to collect any more cocos and there's an inexhaustible supply of them in the main game so i'm guessing this might mean maybe new cosmetic variants of them so i don't (laughs) think it'll be anything that impacts gameplay no idea it's very um generic so it really doesn't give anything to go on (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's where they release it, and it's just the same cocos that you've seen, but they have like little fake mustaches and glasses <laughs> on. Like a disguised. So completely different. It's got a tash. Now, the exciting one is update free. Now, unfortunately, I'm assuming this is going to be well into the third quarter of next year. Oh, definitely. Definitely will be. Playable characters and new story. Yes. Now, this is really cool because... It looks like the playable characters will be your compadres. It'll be Tails, Knuckles, and Amy. I'm quite looking forward to this. 
to be able to go around as them because obviously their play styles and everything will be quite a bit different. So I'm interested to see how that will affect the gameplay as you go around the upper world and that. See, initially that's what I thought. However, the pictures of Tails, Knuckles and Amy are all the cyberspace limbo versions of them. Yeah. And it's actually a picture of Sage that's the main image. Oh, so you reckon she would be the playable character? I don't know. How would she play? That's interesting. I have no idea. That's interesting thought. Could play a bit like Mario Odyssey where you can take over different enemies. That's an interesting one. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out Speculation. They could go the safe route and just give you Tails, Knuckles and Amy though. Yeah. Interesting, Barry. You put a bit of a spin in it. And for anyone who's getting the game for over Christmas, from the 21st of December, you'll be able to kit Sonic out in his own little festive jacket and festive hat. Ho, ho, ho. Santa Sonic. Looks very dashing. Yeah, he does. Especially with his red boots. I was about to say, he just needs his little sleigh now. Now, before we continue, we need your help to leave us a review, please, on your favourite podcasting app. Alternatively, if you're able, you can join our Patreon for as little as £1 per month where you'll receive an ad-free version of the podcast and get a shout-out in our next episode. Back to the show. Moving on from Sonic, shall we go on and talk about his long-standing rival? Yes, 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 yes. Super Mario, as we alluded to at the very start, we've got a new trailer. Yeah, the first one was a, a bit of a trailer and it's shown like a couple of minutes segment from the movie and then what I would say a teaser stuck on the end of it. Yes. No, I completely agree with that. What are your thoughts quickly? Just a bit of an overview. I thought it looked quite good. I don't think Mario's voice is going to get in the way. I don't think it's good. Mm, No, that sounds a bit harsh. I don't think it's great, but I think it's acceptable. Okay. Because... Again, I agree with you. Um, it looks great. It's just the voice, which is kind of puts me off a bit. And I've seen quite a few people's sort of reactions to it. Not Caesar, read some of them. And some of them are saying that the voice, unfortunately, does kind of hold the movie back a bit because it's not the true Mario sense that you would expect. No, I don't think it holds the movie back or it will hold the movie back at all. I did appreciate at the very end, though, he did his little Mario. Um... Woohoo! Yeah. One thing I will say I might have a little bit of a concern about, I feel like they're trying to cram in too many references to too many Mario games. Yes. In this short trailer, I saw a reference to the Donkey Kong game where yep. he's fighting on, like, the girder. That also gave me Smash Brothers vibes as well. Yes. Oh, yeah, it definitely did. Obviously, they've got Donkey Kong and some of the other related characters in it as well then i saw later on they had the mario kart cameo as well where they're going along rainbow road there's a lot of vehicles in that as well i thought (laughs) yeah there is and there seems to be a lot of characters surprised i've had a lot of these but like you said there's a lot of things to add yeah i just don't want them overstretching themselves too much it's nice that we've seen a couple of power-ups oddly enough i've not seen the the most common and iconic mario power up the super mushroom yeah Beckham. we did see princess peach with a fire flower yes and we did see mario in the tanuki suit yes we did um 
I quite liked Princess Peach was a bit badass at one point. She's walking down, picks up weapon, just kind of spins around. So she's ready to go out and go to battle. And then Toad pulls out his little saucepan and just sort of flicks it around as well. Yeah. Well, oddly enough, in a lot of games, Princess Peach is used a, a pan as one of her weapons. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see a bit more of a trailer to kind of give me a bit more of a feel for it. But I think I will end up watching this definitely with the kids. Yeah, I think I'll end up watching it. I don't know if I really want to know more about the story, to be honest. I think I've got enough from these two trailers. Bowser's after the star, the star's the magical MacGuffin, and there's alternate dimensions or yeah. worlds, or I don't know what, you, what they were called. And I'm assuming like Donkey Kong's one, the, the Mushroom Kingdom's another one, and so on. I don't think I need to know any more about this movie, to be so do you reckon you're going to sort of like skip any more trailers needed and just wait to the well, movie? Well, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. But you you know my luck with trying to not get things spoiled. Oh, yeah. It is looking good. It's it still a little bit distracting that it feels like it's Wreck-It Ralph in cosplay a lot of the time. <laughs> do you mean fix it Feely Jr.? No, Wreck-It Ralph, the, the, the movie. Oh, okay. You think, sorry, I thought you meant just Mario because look at it, Mario. I think it just looks like a Wreck-It Ralph character from the movie Wreck-It Ralph. Got you. In all fairness, I say that. I think the CGI and the animation is very well done. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. It's a very nice looking movie. Oh, it is. I'm impressed by that. They've definitely done the movie justice in that way, which I do like. Yeah, one thing I was a bit surprised about as well, that Mario seems very inept. As in useless and clueless. I'm sure, like, the parts that shows you where he's, like, falling off platforms, yeah. he can't make jumps. You know the thing he's known for. Yes. I'm sure that's part of, like, a training montage or something. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to sort of know the direction it's going. I just hope they do the movie justice. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Don't forget, this is Illumination. Worst case, we'll get a good animated movie. I don't think we're getting a bad one. Okay, well, that's good. Um, however, when you said Illumination, all I can think of now is just the minions just going, Illumination! Illumination! <laughs> yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Minions are the best things ever. I don't know. I think this movie's trying to push the Toads as the next minion. Nah. They, I saw the scene where he goes, come on, right. we're going to war or something, and they go, we can't, just look at us. We're too adorable. <laughs> Together, we are going to stop that monster. How? Look at us. We're adorable. Yeah. No, I saw that and I did enjoy it, but I don't think they'll really be able to top the minions. Ah, uh, I don't know. To be honest, minions were funny when the first Despicable Me came out and then I just got sick of them. I could never get sick of them. Just everywhere. Okay. Tell what, what's with some of them having one eye and some having two? I don't know. Makes no sense. Speaking of creatures that make no sense, should we move on to Pokemon? You've just stole the what, what I was going to say. Yes, let's move on to Pokemon. Talk about creatures that just, you know, kind of disturb you, though. Flip out that picture, man. What what picture is that, that you chose for this? Yeah, so um, it seems that Pokemon Scotland Violet might have one or two um, bugs. Honestly, it's rocky start. <laughs> Yeah, anywhere from people's limbs stretching to eyes coming out the sockets to Pokemon coming out of places they shouldn't be coming out of to, I don't know, just falling through the planet. No, the list is 
honestly, and this, the amount of bugs this game has, uh, but not just bugs, glitches, you name it, it's got it. Um, I am upset about how much it's come mm. out with and how wrong it is. But despite that, it's managed to hit a milestone and sell 10 million copies within three days. Yep, this is the fastest selling Pokemon game. But I don't think people were really aware of all the... Well, no one knew about all the bugs and glitches until they played it. So that's the I issue. think a lot of people are aware about them now. It seems oh, to be everywhere. 100%. I, I saw this on the Metro, which is a newspaper oh, really? that you tend to find lying on a random seat on a train in the UK. And it, it was flicking through there, and it was like half a page about all the bugs. All right, if it gets onto like on a free newspaper, obviously making headlines, isn't it? Yeah, this is a daily newspaper for commuters, probably as broad as you could possibly get. But Nintendo have actually been giving refunds out to users, actually, because they're so unhappy with the quality of the game. Yeah, you know, it's so cyberpunk all over again. And yeah, it is. And Nintendo don't give refunds. No, they don't. And I'm actually quite disappointed. And it's kind of put Nintendo in a bad light for me. And it's kind of, you know, has it about the spark of Pokemon has gone a bit for me recently in that sort of year. Oh, or two. Yeah. mine went after Gold and Silver. I know, but just how bad this game's launched and everything else has kind of put a bit more of a hesitation on picking this up. I would like to point out that it's not Nintendo who developed. No, I know it's I know it's Nintendo has developed it, but obviously they it's on just their console and everything else. So to me, I know it's not Nintendo who's developed it, but their names on it. Yeah. And so you that, well, they're of... the ones who are associated with the game. Exactly. If you asked, I don't know, if I went and asked Kerry, oh, who makes Pokemon, she'd probably guess Nintendo. She wouldn't go, oh, Game Freak. Exactly. And that's what I'm referring to is kind of Game Freak, shocking. What have you done? But Nintendo, to me, I think they should have maybe invested and looked into a bit more before this got released. I feel like Game Freak have always had issues bringing the Pokemon franchise into like a more modern sort of environment. I don't mean like the world in which you explore. I mean, like, yeah. first of all, putting into 3D on the DS. It was essentially yes. playing as if it was the 2D game just with 3D builds. Yes. And even since Sword and Shield, I, I just don't think they have the technical expertise to pull it off. So are we saying that might be a time to sort of review or revamp their game design team? Or something like maybe get a fresh set of eyes in that might give a different view? I think they need to get help from another studio, to be honest. Yes. Maybe get the studio from Zelda to help out, because obviously they have yeah. a fantastic history of these sorts of games. Yeah. Once they're finished with Tears of the King, is it? Yes. Maybe get some guys off that to go and give Game Freak a hand. Make sure the next Pokemon game launches on a strong foundation. It, it just disheartens me, and... They put the fix in. Yes, fair enough. I get it. But I shouldn't have been in the first place. You expect a few, but not to the extent that this is either. Some of these glitches I've seen, there's a way you can duplicate your main Pokemon. If you come across a shiny Pokemon and you capture it and then head to the nearest town, save, quit, and come back, that Pokemon's still there. So you can recatch it again and again and again and again. Oh, so it's not random. 
So that's already ruining shiny hunting, isn't it? Yes. There's a way to duplicate Pokemon, and any item that they're holding, you'll also duplicate that item as well. Yeah. So already, there's so many exploits in the game. Yeah, it just makes it sad. It's Pokemon. You know Pokemon for me isn't, well, it has been a massive fondness. I've recently watched the latest series, and I've, I've finished all that, And but the games, however have not kind of lived up to expectations i feel recently um especially with the issue that this has had obviously it's nothing yeah. anywhere near compared to cyberpunk but you'd have thought with the history that they've had with all the pokemon games and everything else they wouldn't have quite as many as this i would have rather them delayed this for another yes. three months even not being funny we've already had two other pokemon games within the last 12 months we got Arceus at the beginning of the year in January, and last November or December we got Diamond and um, Pearl remakes. the Pearl and Diamond yeah. remakes. I think they're just coming out far too quick now. Oh, so do I. I, I remember when games used to come out every other year. Pokemon seems to be every year now, and I don't get it. It gave me two yeah. years. I don't want it too often, because also they're pumping up too many too fast. Like I said, they've not got the time to focus on them, and also... You've not got time to enjoy the previous game as much, don't think, because you're trying to rush it to finish off this previous yeah. one. So Arceus, ready for this to come out. I don't know if it was the case. Um, I'm fairly certain anyway, I'm thinking about it. But when you were a child, you felt like you had the game for years until you got the sequel to it or just another game in general to replace yeah. it. Oh, 100%. In all fairness, I think there was a few years when I only had two games on the Mega Drive, though. I'm sure there was a few years when it only had one game on the Game Boy Color, which is Pokemon Blue. Mm. Which, which? In all fairness, I just got my Game Boy just for Pokemon. I found out something the other day. And I told you. Oh, yeah. Devastating news. Really, really devastating. So, I, when I left home, I left my Game Boy Color, my Game Boy Advance, my SP, my, uh, I had blue, yellow, uh, silver crystal you know i i had about sort of i say i don't know 10 pokemon games as well um i fancied getting them back from my parents house and i messaged my dad the other day and i said oh have you still got them do you know where they are he goes oh no we gave them away I was like, what do you mean gave them away they're like yeah we thought you took yours we've given them away i was like are you joking and it was like yeah no sorry and that was it there was no, oh, we could try and get back, or we could try and get the other ones or anything. <laughs> How do you just... go get them back? Oh. I, I know. They know where they are. So I'm like, okay, well, I want to go get them back. But at the same time, you feel a bit guilty, go around and say, you know that thing the parents gave to you? Yes, mine, give it back. Uh, <laughs> honestly, it's, it's hurt me. That's how I felt when my uh, parents give away my Amiga. Well, on that devastating news, I think it's time for us to wrap up as we start getting ready for some of our special episodes coming up. Yes. Now, coming up between now and Christmas, we do have our Christmas retro game episode where we talk about our Christmas pick. Yes, we do. We also have our retro gaming quiz, which we're actually managing to drag Phil into this year as well. Yes, we have. So we thought we'd give a shout out to Phil, drop a line, and he said that he'll come and join in, which we're excited about. As long as you don't start putting loads of questions about Spyro again. And finally, at the end of the year, we're going to have our 
retro recap of 2022. Yeah. Everything that we loved and everything we hated from the year that's just passed. I'm Barry, and this is the end of the episode. If you'd like to find out more about anything mentioned, then please visit the show notes. Within the Retro Gaming Dads, and we'll see you next time.